me watch that. And George made me watch Masters of the Universe. Oh, the one with I've the, never looked the at that one movie. with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, never looked at it. I didn't realize that Friends, future Friends star Courtney Cox was in it. Yeah, she popped up in a lot of things. And, and the the man, I forget his name, who's on Star Trek Voyager. He was the lead teen teen boy. Ah. Paris, Lieutenant Paris. And I forget. Now, was Voyager the one with Kate Mulgrew as uh, Captain Janeway? Yep. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. I do remember. I do remember yeah. that because she pl- played Ryan, or excuse me, Mary Ryan Finelli <laughs> on Ryan's Hope. <laughs> then they killed her <laughs> off in the late 70s. <laughs> To be on Star Trek? Right, 70. No, oh, if you read 70s. her autobiography, no, because this was like 75 to 77, no. And that was like, what, about 15 oh. years before Voyager? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but apparently, like, she got pregnant before. as a single woman and had to, like, leave the show. She writes about it in her autobiography. It's a soap opera. No, God. no, no. She, she, Kate Mulgrew, the actress, got pregnant. Yeah. As a, but she was on a, as a single so woman in, 19, in, 19, story in 1975. Oh, oh, so she she just couldn't be on the show because well, she had to leave to have the baby, and then she had to give the baby up for She's, adoption. And no, and, they, and then they wanted they wound up killing her off. And then I remember they did recast like her ghost would come visit. This was like in the mid eighties. Oh my god! But it wasn't it wasn't Kate Mulgrew playing the ghost of. Mary Ryan Finelli. Now, how would they know if it was if, if it was a, it wasn't even a lookalike? I was like, how would well, they know? Well, how no. would they know that that was Mary? They sh- like, if you see, they put a sheet like, over. If her. I saw a ghost of one of my loved right. ones, I would. They would look like one of my loved ones. They wouldn't look like. I will say, okay, like say you know, well, say like you know. Well, then they put a sheet over him. <laughs> yeah, with two with two eyes. I'm a ghost. Two guys cut out of yeah. it. <laughs> They had, to, they so had to do a couple takes they had to do a couple takes because some bald roundheaded kid kept putting all these holes in the sheet and it wound up looking like a potato. They're like, get that kid, get rid of that intern. It's the SETI Bimco Show. This episode is fantastic. So this is the SETI Bimco Show and uh, John Kelly has returned to join us on a show that's all about teenage, high school, movie drama, sometimes a guest. Mm -hmm. I've just been very busy, so guests have fallen by the wayside, and maybe maybe the show will have a surprise coming. Uh Uh-oh. A, a change. Oh, well, okay. Oh, I do, okay, I do know about John, Elizabeth production. John, no, I thought like you're going to pull yes. something on me, like you know. You were, like, surprise, you were John, sleeping you're in that fired. Meeting. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> much like you did, much like when, much like when Florence Ballard of the Supreme showed up at the backstage, and they had the meeting in the dressing room, and they fired her, and in comes Cindy Bird's song from Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Is this a music history podcast? No. If you ever watch, if you ever watch, if you ever watch, if, if, if you ever see the movie Dream Girls. <laughs> It, that is that that is that loosely one. based on the Supremes. Effie White, played by in the movie Jennifer Hudson, is loosely based on Florence Ballard. We watched the movie about the, the girls who were strippers and they stole these men's money. Stole, stole I can't talk. We watched the movie about the famous dancers and they would take tips from the guys and then eventually that man was like hey 
you took like a million dollars. I'm going to sue you. You remember that whole story? <laughs> Vaguely, yeah. It was tr- it was a true story, and they did the movie. Is that is that they, they basically is that Jennifer Lopez in the movie? I can't remember. Man, she did a stripper movie that I never saw. That's a that's a that's a pandemic movie that was like here's another I one. Think you, no, it's one. probably not. You, I think you'd remember if I said Jennifer Lopez. You know. You'd, yeah, you'd, you'd be, not, you'd be like, yeah, you'd know that. who Jennifer Lopez was. You'd be like, you know. but I don't remember who was in that movie. Wow, I don't. Wow, you were really hard up for entertainment that night. <laughs> Speaking of things that you, I remembered you said this when you left. You said, <laughs> "I'm betting when I come back, Carrie Lake still will not concede the Arizona election." I don't think she has. Think she, she lost her last the inauguration. They've had the inauguration. She knows she's never going to. She's never, you know. They had the inauguration. There was a picture of her getting on her airplane. Yeah. She wouldn't, she wouldn't attend. Right. right. They're doing <laughs> like some sort of shadow governor's mansion, and she's passing all these laws against trans kids and people, yeah. people coming on her lawn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, before I go on, I'm I, I I should welcome you back. I don't know if there's anything you want to talk about that happened in your absence or you want to talk about nothing. Not really. No, it was just, it was just, uh, as I said, my soul got sucked dry. My, I, I, I said uh-huh. fourth, but then I realized I'd had my fourth anniversary at the company back in October. So this is actually, this was actually my fifth holiday season. And no, just the Christmas spirit was just sucked out of my soul. I enjoyed, I enjoyed three of those. I enjoyed Christmas Eve and, you know, with my family and Christmas day. Oh, but okay. um, no, beyond that, I was like, ah, no way. Was, did you drink oh, uh, uh, egg, eggnog? Did not drink eggnog this year. Did I tell you I found oatnog or was that George? I was telling that to you. But I found oatnog. We were selling, we were selling oatnog, yes. <sighs> so, they didn't have much of it. I grabbed it. I, I was just like, gonna, I, there was no I more. I was just going to say somebody ordered it and we didn't have it. So I had to like... Uh, you know, and then it's like, and then, then like sometimes like the system and I have this little handheld computer and it's like almost like, um, it's almost like, well, not a Palm pilot, but it, it looks like a cell phone and it, it gives okay. me the orders and what I'm supposed to pick. And I got to go all through the store and, and then it gives me a substitution of eggnog for the oatnog. And I'm like, mm, no, they're probably mm, vegan. No. So I mean, no, you can't do that. Or lactose intolerant. So I hit, you know, I am not found bad suggestions. So. Oatnog. Oatnog. Yeah, they, they ran out of oatnog, and yeah. that's what you call white people problems. I mean, we obviously were selling it. I never saw it, but apparently, like, if they could order it online, we must have had it at some point. I never actually remember seeing it. Just one day I got this order, and it was like, I don't have any freaking egg. I don't have any freaking oatnog. When you... uh yeah, you left right before the holidays, and I will say my uh, my love my in laws are very nice people. If they heard, and I, and I already questioned them to their face about this, but when we visited them on the holidays, mm-hmm. uh, my my wife's father's got YouTube hooked up to the TV, which you can do, and he's watching his TV and he's picked YouTube and he's watching the news in Korean. And I'm like, wait, didn't it? no, no, he's watching the American oh, okay. news, but. But I'm watching things. I'm like, wait, that happened. Uh, that that guy already visited Congress. This, and I said, isn't this news old? And he's like, yes. 
play the, the news is five days old. There's not so many ads. <laughs> is that how it works? It's is that how it Cause works? Because I guess he said he's watching the news apps today. He's got too many ads. In it. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's beating the system. That's too funny. Unless there's an emergency. <laughs> just, 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 like, hey. just pray the Russians haven't released the missiles because, <laughs> you know, five days later, you know, I can't tell you, you know. <laughs> That's what you get like when you're old. I guess. How old would your father-in-law be? You. Oh, I shouldn't be saying that. He's older. He's older. Old. He's he's old. Well, he's old enough that as a child, because mm-hmm. he was in Japan as a little child, and they were watching bombs, thinking, "Oh, fireworks!" Ah. Uh, so well, at that point, I think Korea was a colony of Japan. Well, he had spent some childhood in Japan. Right. Uh, well, that's what I'm just saying. They, I can't go into the whole story. Right. He wasn't meant to be over there. Oh, okay. His father or mother went there. Oh. I don't want to get into the whole Okay, that's right. That'd be another podcast. That's, that's called the sad podcast. Sad stories. <laughs> well, yeah, the bombs. <laughs> yes. Uh, so... So yeah, so that was no. That's no. It's just it's like when you were, we're talking. We're, we're laughing about. No, that. we're not laughing. It's like the family I lived with in Sweden. When I was the exchange student, yeah. the father was from Linz, Austria, Hitler's home, Hitler's hometown. Oh, yeah. Right. And, you know, of course, the Anschluss <laughs> and Germany and Austria were like unified. And like he was talking about how, you know, like the bombs were falling on him and they have to get in the cellar. And he would have only been about yeah, like yeah. he wouldn't have even been maybe he would have been just 10 years old at this point. And he was talking about yeah, the bombs yeah. falling. So, and then as he was telling the story, he's like, and you would pray. I mean, can you imagine as a little kid, like, you, you hear the bomb falling yeah. and thinking, is this going to be the one that's going to? I mean, that's like, yeah. and then yeah. it dawned on me, they were our bombs. They were they were the allied right, right. bombs. So we were like the ones. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. And that kind of like. Did, did it dawn on you? Because he was staring a hole into the middle of your skull while talking. You know, yeah, those bombs. You know those bombs? Um, <laughs> you gotta keep doing a little dandy. Yeah. If George is listening, he's going to be laughing because we've talked about Hitler the last three oh episodes. Oh, my God. Hitler's been a big part of the show. <laughs> you heard some of them. I did, yeah. Have you, um, do you, are you aware, do you, maybe you get the email, this, there's this website, it's like a discussion board, basically. It's called Quora, Q-U-O-R-A. No. Oh my! Uh-oh. Oh my God! They people like are asking these questions, and they have like these. They give these answers, and pe- some people, first of all, some of them just ask stupid questions, and then they get some equally stupid answers. This sounds like Facebook. Well, no, it's it's not like that. No, I don't even <laughs> post. I mean, I'm no? just like I just read them. I'm oh. like, oh, okay. But it's like there's at least half a dozen new questions about the Nazis, like every day, and I'm just like. <laughs> Every time. I'm like I, I might I might I might start blocking this. <laughs> yeah, why are you on? That? I don't know. I just well, sometimes like some people ask questions about languages, and I always find that interesting. There was something funny on Facebook or Twitter online. I saw that somebody was talking about Hitler, and and one guy, the answer, one guy. I don't know how they got here, but he's like, "Well, we killed Hitler, so." Uh, no, no, not really. We 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 didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> Somebody everybody knows he went to either Brazil or Argentina. <laughs> yes. So we did something new. 
So, and I told you about it, if you got my email today. Oh, about the random question? I have a jar of numbers. You can hear it. So that we don't do three written questions. We're going to pick a question, which is called character most likely from this movie, too. Okay. Now we're going to hold off. You're just going to give me the number, correct? We're not going to. We're not. Well, I'm going to. We're not going to reveal. I'm telling. Well, them. okay. This is just, no. It's telling. Can me. I ask my question, sir? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can I just ask my question? Can I ask my question before you actually answer it? No. I thought you would give me the I'm number. Terrible. We would know, and then we would reveal the question to our listeners when we actually ask it. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a very well. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> But the point is that yes, it's we're going to see what it is. Most likely char- character, man. Can I talk? I don't know, man. Can number n- number six? You see it, right? I sent it to you. Okay, number six. Number six. Okay. At the end of this movie, we're going to have a wild card question, gonna... which I just picked. Yes, we pick number six, and we're going to tell the audience what that question was. Character most keep, likely to keep do the something. Na- name their. Ch- Name their child Hitler, maybe. Keep the suspense. <laughs> so what did we watch, John? You picked We watched it. The Van from 1977. Yes. Um, it, I enjoyed this movie for all the reasons I love bad 70s You know, for, it, was, it was actually a good, bad movie. Because yes. it actually was making fun of itself. <laughs> like, they were aware of what they were making. It was totally, it was yeah, totally tongue yeah. Now, whether people who went to see this in 1977 thought it was funny, <laughs> like no, I think like we'll get into that. We'll get, we'll get into that. But anyway, the van. Yes. I'll give it a little. It's a it's problem. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to give like okay. So like the Wikipedia. There's not much of a synopsis. No, well, the Wikipedia plot. First of all, it's like. The day he graduates high school, Bobby takes ownership of a tricked-out van that's like a bachelor pad on wheels. He's disappointed, however, to see that his best friend, who has better luck with the ladies, makes more use out of it than he does. There was, like, one scene where the friend used it. I don't think the person who did this Wikipedia plot actually watched this movie. Oh, there wasn't? Yes, his friend did use it. But once. But we'll get to that. Yes, once. But this this gives the impression that, like, he's using it all the time. Well, you know, that's what I get. He soon meets a, we'll he soon meets a shy girl. I wouldn't call her shy. I'd call her um, no. Uh, what's the uh, word? Empowered. empowered. Yes. A little, a little. Um, As imp- yeah, very direct. I wouldn't call her shy. I wouldn't call her shy. For for well, seventies shy equals not going to sleep with me. Okay. That's. <laughs> So you think they wrote that this was probably written in 1977 then? Okay. Yes. Or written by a man. Written by a man. But before he... Take that, man. Before he can win her heart, he has to win a drag drag race against a local bully. So there's only one big name in this movie that we'll ever hear of again. Mm Mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Danny DeVito. This is just before Taxi. Just before Taxi, yep. Of course, it could have been. I didn't yeah, look up. Yeah, it. it was like about. Well, it came out a year before Taxi, and maybe they made it like two years before Taxi, because you know sometimes it takes a while for these movies yeah. to come out. Um, right. Yeah, right. he plays. He was like thirteen years old in this. So young. <laughs> if you know. Well, the, the, no, no, the height <laughs> maybe made you think he was thirteen years old. No, he, no, he was. He just looks. He looks so young. 
That's what he looked like at 13. Danny yeah, that's what he's 13. That's what he looked like. That's, that's what he looked like when he came. That's, for, that's what he looked like when he came out of the womb. <laughs> um, and I had a, so yeah, yeah, I had a laugh though because like I I look up the the Wikipedia biography of Sam Grossman, the director. And it says um, he was an American director and writer mainly known for the van and for directing various music documentaries in the 1980s. Additionally, he wrote several stage plays and worked extensively, and they put extensively in quotes, in television. <laughs> I think that's, a, that's like a diss. <laughs> it is. Like extensively. Somebody, whoever wrote whoever that, wrote that actually like knew him. him. Had a bad experience with him. I don't know. Maybe one of the cast members of the van. But I was like, wow, that's a diss. Extensively. You just, you just put that one word in quotes. I think it means, remember when Sally Struthers had her spinoff? And she became a veterinarian. It was called Gloria. Yes, that, well. And it lasted lasted eight episodes. That's what he worked well, on. Well, unfortunately for me, that, that aired when I was in Sweden, what? so I never did get to see it. Uh, but the uh, pilot aired, the pilot aired like in May, I think, because I do remember seeing like they did an episode at that point. It was Archie Bunker's place and she had come home with Joey. And then it was up in Dutchess County across the river from where I used to live and uh, with right. Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith yeah. played the vet and she was the assistant. Yeah. Yep. Never go back so, and play a part yeah. you haven't played in <laughs> Five years, first of all, okay? No. Never go backwards. Is that what she did? I thought that was a right, spinoff right off. No, because no, she and Rob Reiner left in like 78, and this was like 83 that yeah. the spinoff happened. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, Sally, come on. She hadn't, fi- she hadn't figured out how to rip off the kids in Africa yet, I guess. Because you know no. she was skimming off the top of that. Look at all that weight she put on. She was taking the food from the... Yep. That was actually that was actually an episode of Whoa. South Park the first season. But anyway, we're not going to body shame Sally. Which, which, which we're going to we're going to because there is a body no. shame scene it's, in this. Oh yeah, there were some. There were a few disturbing things in this movie. It was 1977. A few, John. The whole premise. I will get to this. Well, some so of Bob, Bobby, some, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. We do start in high school. Let's just high school graduation. They for no reason high school graduation for no reason they pull the leg. Yes, high school graduation. We're, we're right. graduating. He's graduating from high school for no for no. Okay, no you're, you're not for set, no you're reason. not setting it up. You know you're 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 going into you're going into the gag and you got to set up. First of all, it opens up <laughs> with you got to do the build up, Tim. You got to do okay. the build up. He's, right. They're playing okay. Chevy Van by Sammy Johns. In the opening sequence, Terrible. the opening sequence, one hit wonder. And, uh, of course, the song had been out for like four years. It had been a hit like two years earlier. And he's driving around with just this goofy grin on his face. Yes. And he's the valedictorian scary. is giving there, – there, there's a lot of like intercutting in this too. And the valedictorian, this girl, is giving her valedictory speech. And Bobby is fantasizing. Like you see her in her cap and gown. And then all of a sudden yeah, there's like a, a fantasy scene where you just see like from the back she's naked. She's still wearing the graduation cap. That's and right, he's sitting right. in the – and then she asks Mr. Hump to – he's going to give a few words. Mr. Hump. No, no. And then and – then, and then, okay. So then he – okay. Tell the gag. What was the gag, Tim? Oh. Well, 
he pulls the leg out from under the platform for no reason that I can decipher. Is that the gag we're talking? When he pulled the, the friend says, "Pull the rope, pull the rope yeah, already," yeah. and they have it tied to. They're sitting. They're sitting behind the 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 the, uh, the platform, the di- dais. They are. Now, how they got away yes. with this? They tied a rope to yeah, one not. of the legs. They were they, they they the rope was running up to where they were sitting. The whole graduation ceremony. Not one person ever said, "Hey, yeah. what's this rope doing sitting here?" Not yeah. once. You no. You you put a lot of thought into this. Well, I yeah, I did put a lot of thought into this. I really did. I was just like, "How could you pull that off?" Like, hey, John, why why are you what, what what's that? I'm like, what this rope? Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. Just keep. Just keep going. No, you don't have to worry about it. It was the 70s. It was the 70s. Like, who's that strange guy in the white van hanging out in the parking lot? I don't know. Don't worry about it. Giving kids candy. <laughs> so, yeah, that, 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 that they start off with the high school gag, which I, I uh, it, it seemed to me hedged, hemmed in there like, I don't know. They jump in their cars. It's California. Mm-hmm. And they drive off. Sexual, and they they come to a stop sign and sexually harass a woman who's sitting in a van. Yes, I say they're like, "Ooh, what a piece! Want to do yeah. her?" She's like sitting right there and, and enjoying it. Her. By the way, <laughs> oh, come on, John. oh come on! She was smiling at him. She was come, don't she kept don't be an enabler. I'm not being an enabler, but like there was no like <laughs> no. She she was actually kind Until, of encouraging, and she was a bit older than they were. We'll get. Yes, she, she, Sally. She, she is part of the plot. Sally. Sally. We'll get to her. Yeah. Quality actress. We'll get to that. She didn't do a bad Sorry. job for what she had to work with. <laughs> what? For what she had to what? work with. At least she at least wait, at wait, least she can at least she can memorize on. her line. She wasn't she wasn't reading them off a cue card. I'll give her that. That's what I mean. Think her boyfriend. That's what I mean. Dugan. Dugan. And how the whole how how Dugan old Dugan. is freaking Dugan? Man, he had been at least thirty five. Dugan. Why is he hanging? And first of all, he's coming out of the pizza parlor. Okay, okay. Yes, with the pizza. pizza. And like, I swear to God, all the what people else? in this movie eat is pizza. That's the only thing they eat because they all go every meal. Because at one point they mm-hmm. go in the morning, they go at night, they're eating pizza all the time, except for a cop, and we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. <laughs> There's a couple jokes in there. Actually, that was pretty clever. <laughs> we'll get there. So, anyway, so they... But, but Dugan, Dugan is an old guy who likes to hang out with teenagers and, and threaten yeah. them and, and drag race yeah. them. Yeah. Sally, Sally is at least his age, I think. Uh, Sally, Sally at least is probably like about closer. yeah, at least closer. She's probably somewhere between the kids. He's not he, dating teenagers. He's not dating he teenagers. Boys he just likes to boy. He's like, get a freaking life. Get a freaking <laughs> get a freaking life. And um, so uh, there's Tina, Tina, and her friend who I don't remember because Tina's the main girl here who's shy. Tina and her friend Sue. Okay, can I just, well, let's talk about, first of all, the reason, um, I guess I guess Bobby forgot to ask for the day of his high school graduation off from work, because they're leaving right. high school graduation. He's like, okay, I got to get to work. <laughs> and he's like, hey. Well, and, and, Danny and, DeVito's his and boss. And his friend Jack is like, yeah, could you give me a ride? He's like, where's your car? He's like, I don't know. I woke up. In, in like a garbage can behind some market, and I don't know where I left my car. So, so after they after they harass Sally, harass slash compliment, I'm not sure. Jury's still out on that. Um, 
He goes, hey, isn't that your car? And he's like, yeah, it is. And they're towing it away. And he jumps out. To, he jumps out and he jumps yes. on the guy. He's like, no, don't take my car. Don't take my car. And the cop and the tow truck driver are pulling off of it. Did you see what the name of the store was behind the car? C- no. CB City. CB. Oh, <laughs> of course. All you listeners out there, there used to be CB. Citizen Band Radios. Breaker, breaker. Yeah. Yep. What was your What was your handle? Uh, we did not. We did not have a CB radio. Uh, my dad had one. My handle was White Tiger. White Tiger. <laughs> yes. Which which, <laughs> had, which had which had things gone in a different direction also would have been your gay porn name. Because <laughs> if you had gotten into gay porn, White you couldn't Tiger. use Tim Hamilton because somebody else took that. Yeah, yeah somebody already has that name. <laughs> Never thought of that. White tiger. My poor, my poor name. But Bobby, oh, Bobby, our hero, he smiles a lot. He's not attractive and he's creepy. He's, he's the villain of this movie, I would like to okay. say. I would like to say, oh, oh, come on. I don't know. He works in a car wash. He's kind of one of those. I don't know. I kind of, I got to say, he's like one of those sexy, geeky guys, I thought. I like. No, we'll get to why he's creepy. Yeah, well, well oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The disturbing. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm not letting him <laughs> off the hook on that. But I could see we're kind of like, in a way, he was sort of. Yeah, anyway. So anyway, he goes to work at the car wash. And he makes an innocent. Uh... But this is what stood out to me. He's got three supposed friends. He makes an innocent joke that they're good at waxing okay. because they masturbate all night. Right. And this joke seems to be the beginning of uh, like a turf war. war. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a masturbation, just a masturbation joke. joke. <laughs> they run his car <laughs> through the car okay, wash but before, okay, with the hood. But when he gets to work, Danny DeVito, <laughs> a.k.a. Andy, he was trying to vacuum out yeah. this car. And he was like jammed in the car, and they're tra- and these three the three coworkers are trying to get him out, and they can't get him out. So Bobby goes up to these two little old ladies. He says, "Pardon me, ma'am, can I borrow your hat?" And he pulls the hat pin out of the hat and pokes Danny DeVito in the butt, and, it, and he goes, "Ah!" And he just gets out of the car. Now, the reason why yes. I bring that up, speed it, the reason why I bring that up, speed it up film style, yeah. yeah. The reason why I bring that up was they got those two yes. old ladies as extras. Right. I wonder if they knew what movie they were making. Cause it's like, they're like, Oh, we have to go. Oh, we're in a movie. And like, they got all their, that they was... got all their friends from the retirement home and the bridge club and, <laughs> and church. And now we got to go. Cause this movie was released only in drive in theater. Now we have to go to a drive in theater to see it. Oh, here it's oh called God. the van and we're in it. And we're very prominent in one scene. <laughs> the movie's writing itself. That movie is writing itself. <laughs> so they, because Bobby made a masturbation joke, they put his car through the car wash with the top, with the top down. down. He tries to get it back. That's up. ruining yeah, like, luckily he's getting rid of it because he saved up money to buy a van but it was very he could have lost a leg or possibly his leg like because the, yeah. the the overall the coverall he's wearing the leg gets stuck in the in the little uh rail thing that the car rides on yep. and it's ripping he and he's got to take it off and he's just standing there in his underwear yep in front, in front of, of tina, tina the girl, the girl 
that well that yes. he's going to be getting set on a, set up on a date with. He thinks he hopes. Yeah, that's that's never clear. Yeah, yeah. because Sue, her friend, is going out with his friend. Um, yes, is it Jack? Jack, yes. Yes. yes, and that, that the actress that played Sue, that yeah. uh, Marcy Barkin is her name. She actually did a lot of stuff because she, she again, it was like Mister Hump, one of those people who you just always yeah. saw on TV, and she did a lot of like guest spots, one-off spots on television. It was just, like I saw her Welcome Back, Carter, Facts of Life, things like that. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, her, her right. face was all over right. the place yeah. in the seventies and eighties, and, and probably I still forgot. is. No, she just one of the. She was like Mr. Hump. She's like, I don't know exactly what she was in. I couldn't tell you what line she delivered, what part she played. But yeah, I've yes, seen yes, that yes, face yes. before a million times. But he, he, uh, he shows up and gets his tripped out van, slips on a banana peel for no reason other than, hey, that's, that's a, joke. a joke. And it's this. This van was made by a man who wears overalls, no shirt. Yes. I'm sure no underwear. Yeah. Creepy guy. Creepy guy. <laughs> he just keeps saying. And, oh, my God, it's hilarious because he opens up the back. And first of uh-huh. all, there's a mirror on the ceiling. Yep, mirror on the ceiling. And a the water van. bed. Water bed. And a toaster for and some a to- Yeah, I didn't get a the toaster. toaster. I got a toaster, which does come in handy. And have, it does come in handy. three TV screens. Which does come in handy later. Why? Why three TV scenes? Uh, three channels. CBS, know, CBS, NBC, ABC. You're going to watch Charlie's He's Angels. He's going to watch Charlie's Angels, Angels Company Larry, all at once. And, and I don't know what was on. Wonder Woman all at once. Wonder Woman. Which I was trying to think of. Maybe you wanted to watch, you know, like Roots all at once and surround Roots, but he, didn't want to, yeah. but he didn't want to miss Super Train or Dallas. But this, uh, yeah, this whole van is covered with shag carpet, yeah. a toaster. It's just the quintessential seventies, I guess. Water it's bags. just the quintessential set. And actually, going Ooh. back to that, Ooh. going back to that, you know, terrible plot that they use. Actually, the article on, this was called a van exploitation film, which I didn't know was a thing. Like I heard of like black exploitation films, like Shaft and Foxy Brown, and there was a black version of yep. Dracula they called Blackula. I remember those movies, but I yep. didn't know yep. Vance. Excuse me, Vance exploitation was a thing, and um, basically, either. like yeah, this one guy um, who is talking about defining the qualities of the genre. Is the van or vans must provide the engine that drives the plot forward and or provide the stage in which the action of the plot actually takes place. The characters in advanced flotation films generally have goals oriented towards spending as much time in their van as possible or putting or in putting money into improving their van's performance and or appearance by a customization. In short, most van movies are about getting laid in a van and winning road <laughs> games or other competitions also in a van. Not the exact <laughs> plot of the film, just an explanation of the genre, yes. but that is very succinct, I think. It is. Yeah. It's very succinct. Van's exploitation. There's another genre known as Tony Dan'sploitation movies. Tony Dan'sploitation. Did you, know, did you remember that? I do. That, oh was my God, that, was, that was the early 80s. That was between Taxi and Who's the Boss. Poor Tony yeah. Danza. He had to get work somehow. <laughs> it was terrible. Those movies just, just took revolved around having sex in or on, in or on Tony, Tony Danza. Danza, improving the appearance <laughs> of Tony Danza, improving the performance of Tony Danza. 
Tony Danza was so. the driving force of the plot, whether it worked or not. So after he gets his van, this escalating war, all sparked by a masturbation joke, he puts he puts uh, what in there? Castor oil. Uh, castor oil. And Tony Danza accidentally drinks it, and I don't know what that does. Either it's had a, to vomit or, or it oh, works okay. as a lock. It works as a laxative, basically. Yeah. So he and he stole the key to the bathroom. So he really screwed them over. Until, <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Let's not, well, we're let's there. Not this we're there. I mean, it's like they're drinking the beer. They, he, no. he, what? Oh, they're drinking, they're the, drinking beer. the beer. Yeah, they yeah. bring the big, he brings those big quart bottles of beer. I remember my father would get six of them and kill them off in an afternoon. And Three beers for for four people. Well, he thought it was three beers for three people. So it was two beers Tony between Danza. the two of them. He's and so Danny DeVito, you're, you're confusing your, your taxi actors. I know. <laughs> my taxi actors. Danny DeVito <laughs> is drinking out of the one... He's like, what's in this beer? Why does this taste so funny? And all of a sudden, I didn't realize castor oil worked that quickly. All of a sudden, they all had yeah. to. And then the turf war <laughs> is really on. But here's my first hint that Bobby's really creepy. Because the first person he shows this, I think the first person or second person he shows the van to, he's like, hey, mom, check out my sex van. Because this movie should have been called Sex Van. Yeah. He's like, come on, mom, look, check carpet, waterbed, mirrors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his mom seems a little bit like she. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. But what, what are you going to do with this? Well, there, there's <laughs> the father pulls up from work I and know. he's like looking in the van. He's like, what is it? And there's this fantasy sequence is like the dad in his bathroom and the mother in his in her nightgown and they're on uh-huh. the water. But there are a couple of fantasy sequences in there. And it's just like the only creative part of the whole movie. And yes. they're like, you know, cheering each other with champagne, champagne flutes or wine glasses or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow, it must be the father's fantasy. But actually, I think it was the mother's fantasy. Like the mother yeah, was, the sure. mother was really into it. The father was just like, "I'm going in yeah, to get a drink." His father's like, "I'm going in to get a drink." Yeah. You make the payment, and your mother's not going to be responsible <laughs> for it, even though she signed the papers. And I kind of want to say, "Well, yeah, actually, she is kind of responsible for it because she did sign the papers." <laughs> but I didn't want to explain finance <laughs> law to him. Um, but which, but but. But if it was his father, I'm also like, he's creepy because wouldn't he fantasize about being in the van with a different woman? That's Seven. why that's why I think it was the that's so, why I think it was the mother's fantasy. So she should have been fantasizing about being in the van with like uh Tony Danza. Tony Danza. <laughs> well had, and that that would have been the that would have been the that would have been the generation that would have been the genesis of the Tony Dansploitation movie if they could have worked that in. Yeah. And it would have been like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, be like Tony Danza, Danny DeVito, even though they wouldn't have had a scene together, and then they would have gone out a year or so later to do Taxi. So yeah, so he goes. So here's the first of first of the funny cop stuff. Yes, they're eating ice cream and not donuts. They're always eating something. Well, the skinny cop is always eating. The fat cop doesn't eat anything. He's like, "Are you ever going to get fat?" I didn't notice that. Yeah, he said that's like the last thing he says. Are you ever getting fat? And so I was. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. It did kind of. This movie did kind of crack me up. So at one point, there's like this one blonde kid, you know, uh, another teenager, and he's in another van, and he's revving up 
and oh, yeah. he like he's gonna drag and and bobby's leading him to believe that he's gonna drag and he just lets the kid peel off and he makes a right turn yes from the <laughs> left turn lane i believe and and no directional that's right. that was very irresponsible on the makers of the van i was gonna say so fine. And the van has a horn, a horn that announces him every yeah, time he arrives. Exactly. It's, it's not a horn for warnings. It's just a, yeah. a horn that says, I'm here. Uh, I'm here. I'm obnoxious. I got a waterbed. I'm, obno- I'm obnoxious and I'm an asshole, is what that <laughs> horn says. Yes. But um, if you if you if you have a van that announces your arrival, right. you've already got several res- restraining orders filed yeah, against you yeah, by various women. Yeah. You you legally had to install that horn on that van. <laughs> I've reached, and also, I've I've reached, I've reached my sentencing guidelines. You will always have an annoying horn that you must you must blow every half mile so that people know you're coming. That's right. The women know you're coming. Get get away. Leave town. Leave town. And also, Bobby Bobby's a weird kid because everybody he told he had a van was like, what? You bought a van? Like, he's been saving for two years, and he never told any of his friends, check out this cool van I'm making. He never showed anybody. Maybe he only had the one friend. But he didn't seem to – he was like, this is your van, Bobby? Awesome. Well, because no, the, the Jack, the friend, when they're, when they're driving from high school graduation, he had to go to work because I guess he forgot to have some day off. He says, you've been talking about this van for eight years. Oh, okay. And he does that say too. that, but he's the only person who says it. So okay. maybe Jack was his only friend. Maybe so, maybe they maybe, eight, like, eight maybe like old. they sat down. Maybe they like got seated together. Or they got seated alphabetically in first grade, and Jack was just like, "Oh yeah, I'll be your friend." And just which actually is pretty nice of Jack. He never ditched him as a friend, I guess. Then again, Bobby well, always seemed to have, Bobby cool. always seemed to have weed, so maybe that's why Jack continued the friendship. I don't know if you it's the seventies. Everybody had weed. Oh, I Mr. Hump had weed. Mr. Hump had weed. <laughs> That's why they got away with it. They were all, they were all high. They could, their reaction time was check, check out this rope. Check out this. That can't be a rope. I must be high. So let's get to the awful stuff because he yeah. he takes his van to the to the pizza parlor, the, the pizza place for again. The women, the women are eating pizza. He's trying to pick up two. He he's does. trying to pick up two women. One, he says, "Hey, you like hanging out with this?" And she says, "Yeah, just not assholes." And she walks off. And then he turns to his yeah. left, and there's another girl. And she just laughs at him. She doesn't even give him an answer. And then he goes up to well to the girl at the at the pinball machine. And you want to smoke? You weed? want to smoke? Weed? Do you like? Do you like hanging out in van? She goes, "It depends on the van and who's driving." Because we'll see that van out there. She goes, yeah, I heard that. I saw it pull in. And he's like. I heard the warning sign. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I heard the warning. Although she didn't know it was a warning. She was new to town. She didn't realize it was a warning sign. And she's like, he's like, you want to go in the back of smoking joint? And she's like, yeah. And this is like his first. Like he, they took a couple, right. they took a couple catchphrases from different TV shows. And this was his JJ good times. He's like, dynamite. Did you catch that? Yes. <laughs> Yes, dynamite, and he goes to the so go to the van. They start the joint, and he basically attempts to rape her. Yes. I mean, there's no he's other like, way. To, there's no other way to say it. No. She's saying no. no. He's putting no. his hands up. He's taking her bra he's, off. He's like getting he's, very he's obsessed with. 
touching a boob. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a, enough, was a, a very, no, that was a very disturbing scene. Yeah. It's attempted rape. It's a, it's a scene about attempted rape. But it is. I may not believe in the. I, I may not believe in the invisible man in the sky, who created the world in six days. But I do believe in karma, <laughs> and he does get his karma because the second girl he takes yes, out, yes. who I believe is uh, Latina, doesn't he? Doesn't he try a few more at that place or no? No, there, there's three the girls place. that he actually takes to the back of the van. The second girl is, oh, a, is a, a Latina, and she says, "I don't do it for no money." Which it was actually a very yes. racist accent. That's a prostitute. Yeah. So he's like, prostitute. okay, get out of here. Now, the third girl he brings out, he's like apparently trying to perform. He's under this like a furry, fake fur blanket, whatever that is. And it's obvious that he's trying right. to perform oral sex on this girl. And all of a sudden, the this and this was very stereotypical racist. All of a sudden, the back door of the van opens. There's this black man in a hat, kind of looking like Huggy Bear from Starsky yeah. and Hutch, with a baseball bat. Yeah. And she's also a prostitute, but he's got to pay. And did you see the amount of money he gave the pimp? He's basically the pimp, the black guy. I, I thought was it, it was $10? a $10 bill. $10. I was like, oh, you got off easy. <laughs> I was like, really? Is that what a hooker costs in 1977? I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. I was still, I was still roller skate sex work. I was still, I was still, I, we, anyway. <laughs> okay. It's 1977. We're going to call her a hooker. Um, yes. I, I mean, is that how much I, I mean, I was roller skating, listening to ABBA songs. I, I, I don't know what, right. what was, I, I guess I don't know. The Garden Green for a no, I don't sex know worker I don't know. in 1977. <laughs> So this movie turned from sex fan, yeah, to rape fan. I wrote yeah. down, this movie should be rape fan. Yeah, that was real. And then he he uh, he does go with a double date because they chase the girls down in their van. This is also kind of not rapey, but harassment. They they uh, chase Tina and what's her Sue. name? Sue. Sue down the highway. They finally pull over. And uh, Bobby goes with Tina to the beach because they're going to meet the other guys at the beach. But the other the other two don't go to the beach. Right. And Tina's like, you yeah. know, she's stuck stuck at the beach with him. Right. Does some does she, does, and he tries to touch her boob. Right. And she says no. And they, but they, would, but they actually wind up kind of having a little bit of a talk. You know, like yeah. But then he tries to t- touch t- her t- boob. T- but she does. But like, she does stay. I think she makes him sleep up. Well, she she runs to the van. She runs to the rape oh, van. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, like, and he sleeps in. The... I've had it with you. I'm going to go right. hide in the rape van. But the next morning, he, the next there. morning he does make toast in the toaster, and <laughs> so, so all is well because you know toast. No, nothing says. Yeah, she goes. So nothing says sorry. I had, nothing says sorry. I attempted to rape you like toast. And he has he had like a kettle on like a hot plate, and there is some instant coffee and whole place is a fire trap. Shag oh, carpet, shag carpet <laughs> the water bed. I mean, it's just it's just a disaster waiting to happen. Oh, oh, I forgot. And there's a curtain in there with uh, you know naked women. Yeah, I've yeah, mentioned. Yeah, that's the curtain. But she goes to the bathroom and he sees the other two show up in their car. Right. And he's like, uh oh. And he and he's some reason, another reason he's creepy, he has taped sounds of people having sex. Right. And he starts playing and, that and, and rocking and the eight band. track. And, and not just a tape, <laughs> an eight track. An eight track of people having 
paycheck. It's sort of like sort of like the outtakes to Donna Summers' "Love to Love You, Baby." Like originally, "Love to Love You, Baby" was going to be done by like a really boring white chick, and they said, "No, let's give it to the let's give it to the black singer that lives in Germany." And Oh, and it's and happening. so this was that was like the outtake of that was the that was the that was the you remember Donna Summer Love to Love You Baby where she simulates the orgasm all through yeah. the song and she said when she recorded that in Germany all she could think about was her her good her good Baptist parents back in Boston hearing her on the radio. Is this true? It's true. Is this a story? You're no, it's up? true. <laughs> it's true. I think his eight track was simply uh, Orgy Sounds Volume Two. Yeah, I mean, where do you where do you find from Ktel? I guess in Witty, I guess you can find any. Was that a Ktel? <laughs> a Ktel record? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, he, he had he had that and Zamfir and his Magic Flute. Shout out to hey, Mr. Kablaski. Zamfir sold more <laughs> records than Elvis and the Beatles combined in the UK. Uh I can't believe that. I know, that was the ad. That's what they told people. <laughs> of course, back then, like, there was no internet, so how could we tell? You know, especially, especially in our town, so, like, so, especially in our town, it's like, we, 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 we couldn't dispute that. <laughs> in our, well, in our town, going to Scranton was like going to Europe. But anyway, it was. So let's get past. Let's get past the overweight joke. Yeah, he meets a woman who's was she an ice cream server? She's like an ice cream server, or a hot dog stand, or whatever it was. It was a. It was like a. It was a food stand. It was just like a like a drive-in. You couldn't see her whole body, so he's like, "Hey, you like hanging out in vans and letting me touch your boob?" No, he and, asked uh, her, "Do you want to smoke? She, you want to smoke a joint and have a quickie?" She goes, "Well, I don't have time for a joint, but I have time for a quickie." And she's a very. Yeah, I'll say. I wouldn't say she was a large girl. Yeah, she was she large. Was really, she was, that was the joke. She was, she was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" But she was, "Oh my but god!" I thought she was very well proportioned. You know what I mean? I mean, I thought, yeah. I thought in a way she was very, but I thought she, in a way she was very attractive. But obviously, the joke was because they, they put the camera. They of course the cam. They zoom the camera right on her ass. You're like, ah ha ha, funny. And she just like yeah, basically yes, yes. now. You want to talk about it? You want to talk about attempted rape and karma? She basically, well, ra- yes. she basically rapes Bobby. And? But the fat shaming joke is, is that she's burst the waterbed and that you see the water coming out the back door. She busted his waterbed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that, and that, thank God, that's the only time that shag carpet got clean. I know. Because Bobby's friend does use it. He's he like, does. Sure, go yeah. ahead. Put, put some of your DNA back there, uh-huh. too. Mix, mix it up with <laughs> that way, and all that your way other I, DNA. That way, if I ever, that way if I ever have to... If I, I've tried to rape and she's and she's put up a fight and I have to strangle her to death. I can just throw the body in with your DNA and you'll take the rap for me. Right. They, they go to Van Beach where they see all the other vans. Yes, and they fall and in Bob, love. Bobby and Tina fall in love over a 35 cent beer. I mean, that's how the cheap things were. Done. I know. 35 cents and $10. You got a beer and a prostitute. Sex worker. <laughs> Sex worker. Sex worker. Because I got her. I was going halfway between hooker and sex worker. Because I, I got. Because I got. Meet me in the eighties. I, I, I got correct. <laughs> I got corrected. So they see all the fancy vans. Yeah. There's, there's a white van with no windows down there. Mm-hmm. Kids coming. Candy, candy. <laughs> 
And there's a drag race. There's a drag race. And Tina's like, which they, well, I guess I didn't steal it from Greece because this came out the year before Greece. So I guess I was wrong on that. Oh yeah, that's but no, maybe they stole it from maybe 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 Greece stole it from the van, maybe. So at the beach where they almost fall in love, though they start to kiss, and of course he's like, "I'm going to grab her boob because I got a chance," and she jumps up. It's like Bobby, it's a time and place for everything. She she steals his van. So Karma makes him walk. He tried to he he assaulted her, Mm -hmm. and she stole his. No means no, Bobby. At this point, Bobby's. At this point, Bobby's catchphrase is, "Women can't live with them. Can't can't touch their boobs without them getting all of them." Right. Can't, I don't know if you heard that. That was his catchphrase. No. Oh, really? Because I thought it was "can't touch their can't touch their boobs without them blowing that rape whistle." <laughs> that too. That's what I. Because after this, yes. Bobby Bobby goes to Sally's house and, and spies on her with binoculars. Right. Bobby is a uh, like a. A date rape a serial killer in training. Yeah. Bobby today would have been registered as a sex offender. Like he would have gone like Sally would have woken up, got online, ping, new sex offenders in the neighborhood. <laughs> she goes to Sally's house, it's just like, Can I come in? She says yes. And uh yeah, no, Sally, you know, know. You, you know, you were arguing with me earlier. Sal, Sally was encouraging it. Yeah, no, I, yeah. She was. But she had, but this is where her acting, where she had to act. So I was like, oh, poor Sally. Poor Sally. Because she's talking about her boy, her boyfriend is Dugan, the bully. Right. And she's like, that Dugan, I just wish somebody would like show him someday. Yeah. And she goes, mm, I don't know, like that. And I'm like, what? Like, What's going on with, yeah. with her and Dugan? And Bobby's like, you got me all screwed yeah. up. Oh, no, Tina got him all screwed up. Yeah. Anyway. So and so then basically like they're in her house, feet from her bedroom, but they go out to his van to have sex. Cause it's a exploitation movie, John. <laughs> it's like and then, it's like having and it's like having home. a fully equipped kitchen, like a six burger stove, and going, you know what? I think I'm gonna cook dinner out in that camper. <laughs> out on that out on that propane stove in the camper. I mean <laughs> So they're having sex, and they're like, uh-oh, I hear Dugan's uh, sex warning. Yeah, oh, yeah uh, he had another obnoxious fan. I think Dugan, different I think Dugan was a registered sex offender. I, think, <laughs> I think he was like sex offender zero. I mean, it all started. <laughs> there were laws passed in California because of Dugan. Oh, the Dugan the law. Dugan law. That's why you have to register as a sex offender now in California. <laughs> That would have been that would have been, would have been the sequel. <laughs> so they hear his alarm coming, and he just sees the other van leaving, and he's suspicious that Bobby has slept with his wife, right, girlfriend. Right, right. I guess it's his wrong. girlfriend. And then they play this song forever, the rest of the movie. Did you hear the lyrics? Oh, this is when is this when they slept together? There's a song that sing that the lyrics are "She gave me her early morning love." Yes, they just kept singing that. I was like, Ugh. well, then they go back to well, they do they do go back to the pizza parlor at one point. Be- between then and and between him having oh. sex with Sally and his first we- experience with Tina, again they're at the yeah. pizza parlor because I guess they haven't had enough pizza. 
because let me go let me we forgot one thing because it's going to come up later okay. we we had our second encounter with the police i think they're eating a pizza and they crash into that other kid's van that was going to race right there's another yeah. kid totally not yeah. important yeah. to the plot yeah, totally not important we to... saw the cops again the cops are just in their car trying to eat pizza and they wreck their second they car wreck their second, second car. car they wreck <laughs> so anyway. And then, and then at one point, okay, because I, I had actually watched this movie twice because there was a lot to absorb. Whoa! No, I had to because it's like I couldn't keep. Because then there's at what point do like the three guys that he gave the castor oil to at the car wash show up again? Again to beat, to on, beat him. on him. It's escalating, and then then they're chasing they're chasing him in that old pickup truck. Like it looked like it was like out of the depression, like the Dust Bowl. <laughs> And they had some hot shotguns. And, and <laughs> did you know the one cop, the skinny cop, is sitting in the passenger seat this time and has like uh, like a chocolate cream pie just sitting on his lap? Did you notice yes. that? Yeah, I know they had a pie. I saw it. Oh, so they're back at they're back at the pizza parlor. Uh, Dugan says something about you're the one that slept with Sally. Tina overhears it. She's like trying to get out of the oh, pizza yeah. parlor. He's like. No, you're coming with me. He puts her in the van and Dugan is going to come out and like, I don't know what he's going to do, like beat him up or something. And this is when he appropriates okay. another catchphrase from another popular sitcom of the time. He gives Dugan the sit figure and says, sit on it. <laughs> so him and Dugan are going to race. Well, then he and Tina wind up spending the night. I mean, she like gets really into like, cause like Sally told Bobby that he was bigger than Dugan and like Tina really gets into that for some reason. Like it's like, did Sally really say you're bigger than Dugan? And she like was really kind of, maybe there was like going to be a thing. Seventies. Maybe there was going to be a, th- maybe Tina actually had a thing for Sally. Maybe. Why, 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 why were they going to have the, the drag race though? Oh, cause he, he kidnaps Tina and finally talks to her. And he's like, you got me all screwed up. No, Tina. They had to have the drag. They had to have the drag race because, Andy, who's running the bookie operation out of the car wash, That's had to pay somebody. The, the odds on the horse were 30 to 1. Well, it wound up, wound yeah. up winning by five lengths. So, so Bobby gives him yeah. the it's $200 or something and gives him the money so he can cover, so he can cover, so he can cover the, he can cover the, he can cover the bet. And now all of a sudden Andy doesn't have the money and the, the payment on the van is due. And of course the father has already said, don't come to us looking for help. So he's got to get the $200. So he's going to drag Dugan to win the $200. So uh, they're going to have a drag race with Dugan uh-huh. and he calls Dugan a turd uh-huh. and Dugan flips Nobody out. Nobody calls, and calls me Dugan a turd. A turd. <laughs> He just you, loses his You money. can sleep with my girlfriend. <laughs> you can run my van off the road, but do not call me a turd. That's what sets him off. Oh, and Dug- that's what sets him off finally. Yes. That's what sets him off. And Dugan shows up drunk for his drag race. Bobby shows up drunk. Because Tina. Oh, sorry. Bobby, Bobby shows, Tina yeah. doesn't love him. Yeah, they weren't really very responsible. <laughs> they make him drive anyway. Yeah, he's driving anyway. It's the yeah. 70s. yeah. So they have the race, and I don't remember. He wins the race because Dugan wrecks the van, and I don't remember he, why. He, the, police he, the police hit it again, and they had just gotten yeah, off the radio with their supervisor saying, if you mess up one more car, that's it, you're through. And they wind yeah, up hitting his van. They hit They hit Bobby. His van flips over on top. And 
Yeah. He That's pulled right. they they pull him out and the water the water bed's broken again. They he's just like Bobby, right. don't die. <laughs> Tina's like, Bobby, don't die. And he just like spits water out of his mouth. He goes, Okay. Right. But it turns yes. out that he's just a little <laughs> over the finish line. So yes, he has finished. Yes. He has won. He has won the race. But Andy shows up with the two hundred dollars anyway. So that, yeah, that was kind of a joke. Yeah. I got the money anyway. Oof. That water must have tasted terrible. The end. The end. We end with a song, Early Morning Love. We better go to quiz time because it's so late. I'll call the Bib Code. Said he'd QA and bring him twist. Theme song. Do you like quizzes, John? I do love quizzes. I'll call it Said QA and bring him twist. The Bib Code. I love quizzes. The Bib Code. I'll call it Theme song. So we picked a number at the beginning so that we would have time to think about this answer, and I thought about it not at all. It's our wildcard question, which is, which character in this movie was likely to become a millionaire? Is that what it was? We picked that, was the, that, was, that was the question. Most likely to become a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Did you have any ideas? Uh, Are you stalling for time like me? <laughs> well, I don't have a really clever answer. I'm just going to guess probably Jack. Only because, like, not that he did anything. He's just going to inherit it. For some reason, he strikes me as somebody who comes from money. Even though he has a crappy car, he just strikes me as somebody. Like, he doesn't work. You remember those guys in high school? Like, they always had a car. They always had... And they didn't have to work and because their dad bought him everything. So I think Bobby would become a millionaire. That's a very bitter answer if I think about it. Now. Yeah, just, just for inheriting it. Just, he just inherited it. He didn't do well. anything for it. It's not, I didn't say it was a funny answer. It's just he just inherited it. He <laughs> didn't, didn't get off. He didn't get off his pretty ass. He just he – just, <laughs> everything was handed to him. He said – He said. I think maybe. He said bitterly. <laughs> well, I think – we joked that about these alarms in the movie, but they didn't really exist yet. So I think maybe Tina, she created uh, sex offender alarms that you installed in cars, and they were at a frequency only women could hear. Ah, and, you know. So you hear their car coming. You hear their uh, their personalized alarm. <laughs> that's Henry. That's Henry. The uh, that's much better than mine. Uh, Yours is actually funny. Mine was just bitter. I'm still very women here. Coming. I always say I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter about high school anymore. Boy, those guys who didn't have to work and didn't have to just got. I don't remember any in our high school. Mm, there were a few. Must there were a few. One person. No, there were a couple. <laughs> so that's a silent sex offender alarm. She created that there you in go. this alternative universe, and she became a millionaire. I love it. But now our our usual questions. Okay. Who from this movie would most likely? have a podcast um do you think of any i'm gonna say the cops the two cops are gonna have a podcast it's going to be based on diners drive-ins and dives of that guy fieri show on food network and every episode they're actually (laughs) they they actually just eat the food in the car well the skinny cop eats the food in the car and then (laughs) like they're sitting out there and they're talking about the food but nobody ever actually ever gets to eat it because they wind up getting a call on the radio and the food flies all over them. <laughs> it's Fiari in the back seat. It just could always be, flies. Could be, could be. I don't know. Contractually, <laughs> Every contractually if he could or not contractually, I don't know if he could or not, but that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. It's the same. It's the same joke. It's like they're, yeah. they're, eating, they're eating wedding cake. He's like, Oh, I hope that doesn't fall on my face this week. <laughs> 
Yeah, kind of after the, kind of after the third episode of the of the of the podcast, you kind of get the idea. You're like, okay, gee, I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listenership do- listenership took a dive after about the third episode. <laughs> Much like Seti Bimko. Oh. But anyway, uh... <laughs> I think since there will be a podcast about someone from this movie. So I hope this counts because I think it would be a podcast about someone from this mm-hmm. movie. Annie Bannister. She would have a podcast about trying to find the killer known as Sex Van Serial Killer. Annie is an adult now, but when she was a kid, her mother was a victim of the Sex Van Serial Killer, also known as Svisk. <laughs> For short. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> of course, this killer's body. We all know that. In the movie, he was only getting started. He planned to get a job building uh, the Trans-Alaskan Pipeline, but it finished the year he graduated. It was all complete. Thus, he worked at and eventually took over Mr. Friendly's used car lot oh. and bought himself a new van, hopefully so he could touch a lady's boob. Tina went off to college. She became an artist because she was inspired by a brand new cartoon in the newspaper called Garfield. Uh, he did take her to the airport and tried to touch her boob when he said goodbye. And as her plane flew off into the clouds, he said, women, you can't live with them. You can't spy on them while they get dressed without them getting all uptight. And they'll blow their, and they'll blow their, rape, anyway, they'll blow their rape whistle. They'll blow their rape whistle. Anyway, Bobby, the, the Savist killer, he killed many people up and down the California coast because he didn't st- have to stop at gas stations because he got the bright idea of filling his water bed, water bed with gasoline. Oh, my God. Don't be smoking a joint back uh, there, man. <laughs> or a cigarette. <laughs> anyway, he was caught thanks to Annie's podcast and her hard work and the fact that Bobby's van was the only van that needed constant toaster repair. He had that toaster fetish. <laughs> had a toaster in the back of his van and the constant shag carpet repair that was needed. So, And all the DNA that was in the right, shag carpet. You right. know, but gave him up but not before Jack took the rat because Jack sat, sat in prison for 20 years. Jack was back there too, Jack right? sat in prison for 20 years for a crime he didn't commit because his DNA was on, also in was on the fuzzy... Pretty shag, shag carpet cover blanket. So this podcast was called. You want to guess? I don't know. The shaggy DNA. Uh, <laughs> no one listening knows about the movie called The Shaggy DA. Did they do a remake of it? Maybe they do. Maybe they did. That I don't know. Something like Disney did it like circa. Lindsay Lohan. Probably. I'm not saying Lindsay Lohan was in it, but like that time that they remade Herbie. You think about Herbie? Maybe that's what that's it was. That's the last movie. That's what it was. Maybe that's Jeez. what it was. Hmm. So, well, one more. Who would have a spinoff TV show? Any ideas? Uh, my idea was, well, I kind of gave it away when I was talking about TV's attraction to Sally, but it would be Tina and Sally. Oh. And yeah. they would be because Tina really got into Bobby when she found out that he had slept with Sally. Right. And right. finally, Sally confesses her love. Or excuse me. Tina confesses her love to Sally. And they have oh, a yeah. torrid, much like Susan Sarandon and Catherine Deneuve in The Hunger. Um, yeah, that's their that's their first date. That's the TV that's show. Their, that's oh, their, that's their, first, well, their first day. They go see The Hunger with and the lesbian scene with Catherine Deneuve yeah. and Susan Sarandon and just all sorts of hormones break loose and right, they wind right. up hooking up. And of course, going to make a lesbian joke here because the old the old lesbian <laughs> joke is 
second lesbian date, you're at in the U-Haul. So lo and behold, second date, they're at the U-Haul <laughs> and they move in together and they live happily ever after raising cats and wow. making macrame plant hangers. And the name of the spinoff series is You Can Touch My Booby. <laughs> and Bobby be watching at home, punching the TV. Well, so you know if they let him watch it in prison, I don't know. They put the they put the TV set in the yard. Seriously, when I worked at, when I worked at ACF Auburn Correctional, they had like the TVs out in the mm-hmm. yard. Well, uh, yeah, hmm. seems odd. Well, I mean, they're not going to give each. Well, first of all, they got was Cuomo governor. First of all, they got to be they got to be mounted way high up because that could be used as a weapon. Was Cuomo governor? Uh, one of his wacky uh, Mario plans. Cuomo. Mario Cuomo was at the Damn time. Cuomo's one of his wacky plans. Yeah. He was always about putting TVs outside. Everybody knew that's what cost him the election in '94 to Pataki. Pataki yeah, won on. I, I am taking. I am taking the TVs out of prisons. <laughs> that's what. That was the difference in that '94 election. <laughs> no, he just wanted you to put your TVs outside. I remember my dad being like, "I'm not putting my TV outside. Not voting for him." <laughs> Keep the TVs inside. Keep the TVs inside where they belong. What is this a driving? Is this, is this a driving? What am I supposed to watch outside? Advanced exploitation movies. All right, all right. Hey, again, I didn't. Hey, I didn't say it. Was, let's end this bit. <laughs> no one believes this. They're going to make you put your TVs outside in 1974. Trust me. You couldn't get gas. Had to ma- watch Maud out in the porch. Oh man, those were those were some sad, sad <laughs> so, times. So I'm surprised you didn't choose you didn't choose this, but my TV spinoff would be those two cops. They were hilarious. The TV show would be they got fired from the police department because they wrecked their third car. So the TV show starts off with them becoming taxi drivers. Ah, but they both they both sit in the front seat together. Yeah, because they just love they love being together like they were police. So they both sit in the front of the cab with food, just like they were cops. So when a customer gets in, the customers customers like, what's this? I need a, you need a co-pilot to get me to the theater to see Star Wars for the fifth time. And Chuck would say, what are you, what are you, a passenger with an attitude? And he'd toss him out the car at 45 miles an hour. That would be what the episodes would be like. Oh, wow. Gripping. Like another customer would get in the car and say, what? I need two people to drive me to the store to get the Apple II computer that just went on sale. And Chuck would say, yeah, yeah, you need two people, one to hold a light bulb and one to toss you out in your ass. And they throw him out of the car at 45 miles an hour. You're taking this that's, off. You're taking that's you're taking this off of your 1977 list. Which uh, whoa, let's slow down. You're saying I have a list about the no, 1970s. You sent me, me an email about the 1970, the 1977. No, because no, because what I want to say is is that one thing that of course the one thing that caught my eye. We're okay, when you were talking about like you sent me the about like the blackout in Star Wars, the New York City blackout, which actually yeah, you yeah. know I survived. Now I didn't survive that. We were living in that was the year after we moved to Socrates, but. Um, yes. Um, what, what caught my eye, of course, as the gay man was that the Barbie road trip with motorhome dune buggy and a bicycle was $72 and 95 cents. Whoa. I thought in in 1977, I thought that was very expensive. And when, when, when I pull that up in 2023 dollars, that was $352 and 63 cents. You must have really had to love your little girl. 
So those two cops, they get into many accidents over the course of the first season. Oh, we're still going on about the cops. Yes, these two cops. Oh, man, thought, I'm not done with their story. Oh my god! I think I that think was, we are, Sam. I think we are. Done. No, I think no, we're. Let me we're finish. Done. We're done. Wait, it's only one little paragraph. Let me finish. The first season, they wrecked their taxi three times, so it gets taken away. So in the second season, wait, there's a second season. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! The second season, they end up driving one of those electric chairs that take people up and down the stairs when you can't walk the stairs anymore due to a health problem. Right. Charlie, Charlie's the only one who needed it, but Chuck sits in it with him so they can both pretend they're still police officers, uh, partners, and they ride up and down the stairs, eating food, wedding cakes and whatever. And of course, while eating the food, they uh, eating a, a yard-long hoagie while riding in their electric chair, they get into an accident with a van and the show is canceled. Oh, thank goodness. And the show is called, what's the show called? I have no <laughs> movie crash. Uh, Not funny. It's just me. crash the TV show. That's that. It. Thank goodness. Because, you know, after that, after they crash their electric elevator chair into a van, you know, they weren't allowed to have anything. They weren't allowed to have everything. And that's that. And that is that. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Next week, we're going to watch. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm flipping the coin. Okay. Okay, so next week I'm flipping flipping the coin on what John picked. I picked a movie called Teenage Hitchhikers. Ooh. So it's going to be about the girls. I wonder what this is. Getting about. rides in vans. Uh, well, I took a look. It's a comedy. It is, so okay, I good. I hope it's nothing like too terribly disturbing. <laughs> like faster, it's, like faster. It's maybe like when you said that, I was all you think was like faster, pussycat, kill, kill. A couple of things. We're it could be Porter, Joshua Porter, John Miller's Porter. mother. But anyway, go ahead. What? Yes. Before uh, she was the Playboy Centerfold. Maybe it was after. I'm not sure. But yeah, she was in Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Next week is a special week. It's the 50th episode. 50th. The, golden, episode. the golden anniversary. By the time this airs, it'll be about the almost the date, the year anniversary of starting this podcast. Wow. Wow. We did 50, 50 hours of talking next week. We'll have, we'll have cake and everything. It's a special week. You should come here. You should give our, well, wait, we'll get to that. But next week, we're going to watch Teenage Hitchhikers. Two things. I think it might be borderline uh, summer camp, uh, but not, but not, but not Skin of the Max, because this is before that existed. Okay. And the girls in it are obviously not teenagers, so. Okay. Also, obviously. Okay. Obviously, they are teenage hitchhikers in high school, but obviously they are not teenagers. Okay. 50, 50th episode, super party episode. We'll have surprises. Uh, haven't figured them out yet. There'll be a big announcement. There will be a big announcement. Give us five stars in all those places online. And Please. You can hear us anywhere you can hear podcasts, and you can write us an email at setibimco with the E dot gmail. I'm still on Instagram, SETI underscore Bimco, I think. Not on Twitter and Facebook anymore. Yeah. Trump's coming back. I saw that. Uh, but yeah, that's the end. That is at the end. Yay. Uh, it's great uh, to be back. Uh, uh, yes. Good to have you back. And then we'll see you next week for, for lots of games and prizes and announcements. There are going to be no games. Uh, there are going to be no prizes. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be like we discovered. This is going to be like my eighth birthday all over again. 
next week. We promise not to mention Hitler. All right, John. All right, Tim. You have a great week. See you. Bye. Bye. Seti Binko is a podcast by Tim Hamilton and John Kelly. Produced by Miss Lee. Music by Tim Hamilton. This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party Line. It's a party line. About that. You heard that episode. Okay, I'm going to be up front with you. I didn't hear every episode. You heard some of them. I didn't hear every episode. I kind of stopped listening to the episodes with me on. I don't know. I've been busy, man. I'm leaving this. Uh, I just the show like started. I didn't even like listen. That's why I was listening to the episodes last night. I was like, "Oh wow, I didn't hear this one. I didn't hear this one. I didn't hear this one." There's like, I mean, even, it wasn't that I wasn't listening to you and George. I just haven't listened to it in like. I've been freaking busy, man. I come home. I like collapse. I understand. I like collapse. I kept up uh, one right. week. I had, well, we'll one week to- I had no clean laundry. I just started buying new clothes. I'm like, wait a second, this is wrong. Oh my god! I know. So if I'm like, I got to go do some laundry, but I was just always so tired. Were you buying new socks? New socks, new underwear. New- I got plenty of socks and underwear and jeans and pants and shirts now. <laughs> the new hat. <sighs> All right.